like fun, fun is fun, let's have lots of fun together. I like fun, let's have fun, let's have lots of fun. Hey kids, welcome back to the Fun for Kids Podcast Gaming Hour. Uh, <laughs> welcome back, everyone. Uh, th- thanks, Sammy Sparkles. Uh, we're almost done. I hope you had a really good time with us today. We've had a good time with you. Uh, we're gonna play one more game before we go. A little game oh, I like to call. We always have so much fun. It's a, I, it's 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 a good time, isn't it? Isn't it, sure it, isn't, is. it, isn't it fun to have fun? Yeah. Uh, I want to play a game called I Spy. Have you ever played I Spy, Sammy? Oh, no. Tell me how it works. Oh, it's it's real fun. I, I look around the room and I see something I see and I think about it. And then you can ask me questions and try and figure out what I'm looking at. Oh, and that I'll, sounds fun. I'll, I'll start by saying I spy with my little eye something that starts with E. And it's something in the room that starts with E. Starts with E. Oh, goodness. Is it an elephant? It's not. There's no elephants in the room. Oh, Pat. you're right. I'm so it's, sorry. But is it's a it, good guess. Elephants are fun, aren't they? Oh, I love an elephant. Is it bigger than a bread box? It is. It's a lot bigger than a bread box. Bigger than a bread box. Um, is it something that's alive? It's, in a manner of speaking, yes. By by some by some ways of, of, of reckoning, it's... Oh, good. Oh, I love, I love animals. Is it an animal? Um, I, you know, I, it's, it's something that animals resemble. Let's, let's say, let's say it's kind of an animal. It's an herb oh. animal, if you will. This is a tough one. Oh, it's, it's, it's the toughest one of all, I'd say. It's. Is it, uh, is it something, uh, fun? Oh, you know, I think it's a kind of fun. It's a, okay. it's an extreme sort. It's, it's a sort of fun beyond the can of most rational beings, I'd say. Oh. Remember, it starts with E. It's right here in the room, okay. right here with us. Um, is it, is it, is it something that lives in the, in the, on the land or the ocean? Well, it really, it really lives. Uh, I'd say in the folds between dimensions, you know, it's oh. so like, so yes and no, you know, it's the oceans of time, you know? Yeah. I think that's, that's a good guess. It's a real good guess, Sammy. I think you're, you're, you're making some progress. Oh, um, is it a nice thing or a mean thing? Yeah. No, I, you know, I think, I think you really, you're, you're onto something there. Cause it's kind of both. It's. Some people would say it's mean, but I think they just don't understand it's all-consuming love for the consumption of, of everything we know. You know, it's, it's, so it's, it, it wants to hug us in sort of a violating, all-consuming way. Is this something I should be afraid of? Oh, 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 with, with, with every beat of your heart, Sammy. But, but it's a good fear. It's a, it's a loving fear. It's, it's a fear from the void before time. It's, you know, it's... I give up. Well, you know, remember it starts with E. Okay. You know, uh, I'll, I'll give you an, it starts with the, the first uh, elder. Right. You know, elder. You know what elder means? It means old. It means very, very old. Yes. Um, I don't want to play this game anymore. Well, you know, that's it's not really a choice okay. because it's chosen to play with us. And we're subservient to its all-seeing eye and all-reaching will. So, so really, we'll play it until it becomes bored with us, and then it will strike us out in a glance of psychic fury. Is 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 basically how it works. Uh, but until then, we can glory in its, you know, pervasive, multitudinous, uh, dimensional overlordism. 
Okay, I'd like to pervade in its multitudinous. Well, that's great. I think I want you to do so. Okay. Uh, Overlordism. Do do you want to give up? I do more than anything in my life. It's it's an elder god. Okay. It's an elder god. Okay. Uh, Can you say that? Elder god? Um. Yes, elder god. That's so good. That's so good, Sammy. Uh, yeah, no, it's an elder god from the time beyond time, from the space beyond space, slumbering forever in the darkness beyond the reach of human understanding. Uh, and, you know, it's, like I said, right here in the room with us. So, you know, you can go give it a big old hug if you want. It'll it'll seal your flesh, but uh, that's kind of inevitable at this point. It's hugging me. Yeah, no, it's, I can I can see you beginning to, to, to melt down. Uh, and that's a good sign. That the means tendrils that, uh, are very cold. Yes. Well, that's that. That's the bleakness of space. That's the vacuum of the void. Is what that is. Can you say vacuum? Not anymore. Okay. Well, you know, I see. I see you're sort of losing cohesiveness. Uh, so I think we'll finish up. But thanks again, all my little listeners, and soon we'll all be one in the tender embrace of uh, the Shugoth. So you know, until then, uh, we'll we'll just uh, abandon our will to that which deserves our flesh. Uh, and coming up next will be the crapshoot. So everybody have a real fun time. We'll see you next time if there ever is a time beyond space. Crapshoot, crapshoot. Welcome to episode ten of the Crapshoot. Our well, now we're recording. Yeah, now okay. we're recording. Now we we. This whole to... thing has been very confusing. You know, it's been so long since we recorded. I forgot how the hell we even do it. I know. I you know the the listener can't hear the two or three minutes of failing to actually get this rolling that transpired <laughs> before we just said fuck it and started again here. But uh... and it would seem like I was joking if I said that we had been talking about like scatological pornography the whole time but we actually were so yeah no yeah, that's what a, you're missing yeah you missed a, a, a lively discussion boring of intro scat there. porn and the complicated uh, <laughs> well I, maybe we'll come back to that because I, <laughs> I i i think it is it is a genuine like weird thing that's uh but but yeah so i'm uh, against it just for the in case we don't come back to it i just want to go on the record now <laughs> no i wasn't in the four t- camp on that particular one, I'm gonna open this beer. Do it, please. Yes, this is this is the first uh, crapshoot episode of 2014. We're back after just about a month of of not recording because shit got busy and stuff didn't work out. And it's nice to get back in the saddle. Every December is terrible. I December is such a bad month. Can't, I, would, I just want October, November, October, January. Yeah, that's just, what just I, a second. That's what I'd like. Do you really do you just wish like we would close out the year with Halloween again? Yeah. Like everybody who's like, you know, because you, you, you do the Halloween thing and, and maybe you, you, you sort of half-ass the costume thing if you're doing it at all because you're like, eh, but then you see someone else comes up with something amazing and you're like, holy shit, well, I could have, oh man. So like if you did even, another Halloween two months later, you could like lower your shoulder and just like bull into that I don't even need to see an awesome costume that someone else did I just every November I think of a great uh, costume idea <laughs> no matter what I mean this year I almost pulled something off with my partner Whitney we were going to be Die Antwoord um, and it was we, I mean it's just so expensive to buy the, the, the whole kit that we were putting together but uh, most years it's it's November I just it's it's it just the greatest thing comes to my mind and then I just immediately forget it and then, 
but uh, no, just, I don't know. I just liked October better. December's I hate December. I hate. I've been working in retail ever since I moved to Portland. Oh, jeez. And um, you, you just your December takes on such a different pallor through that. Um, everyone in my family knows that like mid to late January is when gifts come, if ever. Like I can't even start shopping until January. I can't even start thinking about having any sort of Christmas-related thing for myself until January. Um, this year wasn't as bad as usual, but um, but yeah. So yeah, I've never had that uh, that specific sort of like retail-influenced experience. Like I've I've worked at an insurance company in the basement, so not not a big Christmas rush issue there. Uh, you know, I worked at a call center where you know the biggest effect Christmas had on it was that uh, if we had to work on Christmas, people would be grumpy that we were calling, hmm. uh, almost as grumpy as we were that we were calling, you know. You worked for an outgoing call center. Yes. Those are called telemarketers. I no, think. no, no. We weren't, we weren't telemarketers. We were outgoing market research. <laughs> so we weren't selling anything. We were just trying to get people to give us their time and opinions for free or uh. for a nominal incentive or chance thereat. Or every once in a while, yeah, every once in a while, like a printer. Your their their opinions on what? Oh, all kinds of boring ass business related things. It was I, I worked for uh, Gartner Research uh, back when they had an outgoing uh, research. Like now, I think pretty much they got rid of their call centers, hmm. uh, or at least they did back when they laid us all off. Maybe they've come back into the game. But uh, but anyway, we we would we would make calls for. Uh, uh, big clients and little clients, you know. So, wait, we would do so stuff separate for, companies would come to you to do like market research, yeah. and you would do push calls. Is that what exactly? Like so, calling? so, 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 Gartner as the as the organization would like set up some sort of relationship with AMD, say, and AMD would be like, "Hey, we're trying to figure out how to position this uh, new processor product, maybe in the uh, consumer and small business market." Right. So they work still into rap music. Yeah, kind of, kind of, a little a bit. Whole marketing push built around rap music. Well, more like more like processor. brand recognition shit, oh, and okay. like you know, when you hear the name AMD, you know, do you think of yes or no for each oh, of these? A bunch man. of fucking adjectives. Or, you know, how many computers do you use in your business? Uh, what things do you do with your computers? A lot of it was really, really banal. Uh, but it wasn't like, yeah, it wasn't like goofy, weird demographic research, like the kids it wasn't in rap like that, music. The ham council wanted to know yeah. how people were feeling about ham. Yeah. But I mean, it kind of was. It kind of okay. was. But it was, it was, most of it was really boring. I got to say, the ham council is the first thing I thought of, and I don't know why. But I also, I, that's one of those jobs that I always kind of knew existed, but I didn't think was real really real yeah no it's real or definitely than anyone i knew had done that's funny. i mean it got a lot less real uh, about three years after i started working there because they they just literally pretty much closed down operations mm. and i had managed to get promoted from uh disposable temp to disposable lower management temp uh about a year before it shut down so i was also one of the last people to go mm. and hence one of the people most lied to about <laughs> the nature of the situation because we were cutting back it was obviously looking not great and we at like peak we had probably like a hundred people on the floor of this thing you know this building in a bunch of cubicles making calls all the time uh and it would like fluctuate between like 60 and 100 whether we were like normal busy or busy busy but then it started shrinking down and then we were like 60 was super busy for us and then we were down like 40 and then like 25 and 
And did they come to you guys and ask you how you felt about closing down? <laughs> you know, they didn't really. They didn't. I'm sorry to make the most obvious possible yeah, joke, but yeah. it was right on, there. On a, on, a, on a scale from one to seven, <laughs> where one is least upset and seven is most upset, how <laughs> upset would you say you are to be suddenly uh, laid off? Uh, yeah, it was... I did not like that job <laughs> at all. One to seven. Uh, I was okay at it. I wasn't great at it, but uh, I, was, I was okay at some bits. I was really good at like goofing off in a non uh, not non punishable way, sort of. Like there were people who went in there. I wrote this long comment a while back on Metafilter when people were having some conversation about uh, sort of slackerness, but but I I knew this guy uh, Zach who worked there who just. there was not a single fuck available for him to give like he would just and he was a he was a charming dude and he was schmoozy so he could bullshit his way through the job Uh, you could bullshit your way through the job pretty easily um if you just sort of relaxed and got into it and so he would do that and then he would like make a bunch of calls and hit quota and then goof off uh he would sit and write longhand in his journal or you give himself a big pen tattoo or whatever just like really fucking around his desk like total punk rock kid and uh, and then he quit one day. May Day came around, and he just like yeah, fuck it, and walked out at lunch, and never came back, and never told anybody. And that was just like that was how he disposed of the job. <laughs> and I could never like I could never do that. Like I, it would be a great struggle for me to quit a shitty job, just because like I have like maybe less of a struggle now than it would have been like this was almost ten years ago. You know, I've grown up enough to give slightly less of a shit about some stuff, but. But still, like, you know, that's I, I would have to have a frank conversation about quitting my shitty job with my shitty boss or something if yeah. that was the situation. I couldn't just be like, eh, fuck it, I'm, I'm done here. I just didn't have that kind of blasé, so. Yeah, you know, I've never I've never once quit a job, and I've never once uh, been the one to break up a relationship. I'm always, I'm always the one dumped by the boss <laughs> or the <laughs> SO. And I don't know, it's, it, it's, it's, some days I feel like that's a reflection of just my optimism and desire to just make it work somehow and yeah. by any means necessary and some days i just think it's my you know weak will like or, passivity yeah yeah well and, and like it's that. weird yeah because just i mean honestly in, in reflection it's more than either of those it's just my own ignorance that there was anything wrong in the first place in pretty almost every case <laughs> i just felt blindsided in both types of situations yeah no i i think i i think i identify with both of of those kind of and with a job thing, like I never, I was, okay, so I, we may have talked about some of this previously, but you know, I got out of college, you know, I, I went to college, you know, got out of high school, went to college and studied computer science. And I really liked computer science, but I didn't really come out of college with any clear idea of how to function as an adult. I didn't really have a clear idea of how to get a job. I wasn't really super well educated for a job, which was probably two of a whole lot of my fellow graduates, but they had done things like do a internship during the middle of their college career at one of the local defense contractors. And so they got a job really easily, uh, right. just sort of picking up where they left off in the defense contractor level because they get young blood coming in with a sense of loyalty that they probably shouldn't have. Um, and, and so I didn't do any of that. And I got out of school and I moved home to Portland and uh, looked for a job in the most half-assed, depressed, not knowing what I'm doing, terrified way for uh uh, about a year um, and didn't find one partly because I didn't know what I was doing partly because there wasn't a whole lot of tech jobs for brand new college students in Portland at the time because this was like 2001 the dot-com crash had just really uh, come into full swing and Portland didn't have the best tech market in the first place there so 
So anyway, all, all that, I, I get out of school. I don't have a job. I don't know how to get a job. And after like a, a year of just not finding a job and being increasingly depressed because I had no idea what the fuck I was doing, um, I ended up just getting a temp job. And that was where the market research thing came from because like I just like I got to not keep living in my parents' basement and my girlfriend's childhood home back and forth which is what we were doing and literal literal your mom's basement literally situation. literally my mom's basement i so that I, must I be pre- when when uh matt howie scouted you <laughs> no no unfortunately it was several more years <laughs> i had to go through a couple actual jobs first but uh he doesn't have scouts in the field like picking up like uh like high school football <laughs> is it players, i tell you he goes to mom's basement his arm's not real fast but he's got a lot of heart and he lives in his mom's basement you know i feel like we're you know, we can do something with this kid um. Yeah. No. I. I. Yeah. I, so I just got a temp job and, sure. and worked that for three years and then got laid off because I was holding on to the job because it was yeah. a job and it was paying better than it was when I started and then I was unemployed for a couple months and then I got another temp job that turned into a job and then and then thank God Metafilter fell out of the sky and. <laughs> Uh, I actually want to get to this to how you got the job with Metafilter. I want to interject though for any listeners who were hearing a droning <laughs> noise that's now stopped. Uh, Josh's laundry is done, and it's, it, it, that's the headache effect. How like when you have a headache and then you don't have a headache anymore. It's not so much that you uh, are like, oh, I clearly don't have a headache as soon as it goes away. It's just like eventually you realize, oh wait, the I don't have a headache anymore. You no, know, it's I like, noticed the moment it yeah, stopped. Yeah, okay. Yeah, well. it was a little annoying. Okay. They're they're doing like drilling and building work at my at my the place I'm working right now anyway. So it's like that's a million times worse. It's like having a leaf blower right next to my head while I'm trying to read and write email and stuff. Very difficult. Very frustrating. Someone's been doing some industrial sawing nearby, uh, like next door, working on I don't know what. But hmm. oh, uh, that was a pretty good story about them doing work next door there. I, I yeah. think I really nailed it to that. <laughs> it's it's so quiet because the, can we the, the machine it? stopped. I'm, I'm all, I'm, I'm thrown off kilter here. I'm kind of freaked out. Yeah. Um, well, it was going to be a smooth transition until apparently I made a uh, explicit note of it. <laughs> the, um, <laughs> we're drinking uh, Spotten Optimator. I, that's, what the fuck was that? What that was, was amazing that, that was. Yeah. Wow. Possibly Optimator. Optimator. Um, yeah, which I, I think, uh, is the Doppelbach that I think you like. Is that right? Yes, this it is, is a, it is a Doppelbach that I, uh, very much like. This is a safe bet, spot and optimator. Yep. Or optimator. Yes. It's a nice, 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 thick, alcoholic, sweet German monk beer. Yeah. Uh, Spaten is one of the best possible logos in the world. It's a shovel. It's just, you know, shovel beer from Germany. <laughs> We've been making it for, <laughs> 700 years drink your fucking your shovel mouth, beer I, got a yeah. shovel. <laughs> I hope you left enough room for my doppelbach because i'm going to ram it in your stomach you have arnold schwarzenegger lines delivered not in arnold schwarzenegger's accent really we're just both doing weird accents yeah. that just have nothing to do with what we're apparently trying to go for um so that's covered yep <laughs> Um, <laughs> what else we got? Oh, I brought you a Christmas present. It's Holy not shit! Any, it's not really a present. It's just a, I just thought of you. Um, 
Speaking of Jan- January presents, here's this. I'm going to reach over. This, this there is, we go. This is awkward because I, yeah. I didn't I didn't. You didn't know. Well, it's a card, and you well, sent, sent me you. a card. True. And my card came on Christmas, and yours is coming in January, so there you go. There we go. Fair enough. Hey, it's some fucking chocolate, too. I got you some chocolate. I don't know. <laughs> the, the, I'll just open this up here. The yeah. card says Josh. Right. This, this doesn't say anything about scat in it. I can... Can I? Is, should I read no, this? No, we'll or? come back to scat, but okay, it won't. It okay. won't have anything to do with this card I got. You. I can't get the fucking. Who know, can't operate a, an envelope? What the fuck is my uh, Jesus? Is a, that's Christ. a good. That's a good envelope. This is not a. <laughs> oh, it's a horse ebooks card. Who else wants to become a golf ball? Very nice. There you go. I didn't, oh, I didn't and, know what to write. Oh, in it, it's but. like. It, it's a. It, it, it's like bringing the tradition back. It's a scratch ticket. I'm trying to I'm trying to bridge the gap. Here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you, yeah. That's something we should talk about. Is unless unless we shouldn't, but but probably we should talk about. You've been you were talking about bringing uh, your uh, movie podcast in the cut back. Uh, have you made progress as far as you're oh, thinking about God, that, or is that no, still just I, a? It's just I just I'm waiting for the dust to settle on December and stuff. <laughs> I said early 2013. I almost said January 2013, but now I'm glad I didn't because it's unlikely. But January 2013 is very unlikely. Yeah, no. Wh- See wh- the fucking the fucking New Year shit. Yeah. That's what we were talking about with the writing the check and writing the wrong date. I, yeah, I know. I was telling you I haven't written a check in years, but so I don't run into that. But I um no, I'm usually actually really good at it. But apparently then, nope, just blew it. So January 2014 is what I almost yeah, yeah. put on the website, and then I decided to say be early 2014, and, and now I'm glad I did. I think that's smart, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm increasingly in favor of hazy deadlines. Every once in a while I get a bug up. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, the thing is, part of it is, like, I'll get to feeling bad about, like, not being prompt about something, and then, like, I'll have a really productive week where I'll get prompt as shit about it, mm-hmm. you know? And then I'll be like, yeah, this is what I should do. I feel good about this. And then I'll... Uh, uh, I'll say something about it. And and here I'm mostly thinking of LARP Trek because there was a, when I first started doing LARP Trek, uh, I probably the first 18 to 20 strips all got posted really promptly, partly because I'd done several of them ahead of time. And then I was working ahead and, and I had like the very basic early jokes, like the, the er jokes of the strip uh, all ready to go because it was like all new material. So it was really easy to write those first few character introduction jokes, you know, sure. each character saying who they're playing and, and whatnot. And, and uh, and then and then it became a little bit more work because I had to start thinking through what I was doing and 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 there are times when I'm really sort of like fuck what am I going to do, um, but in any case I, I I tend to work the morning that I post a strip I'll do it so like usually ideally I'll have an idea and maybe a little kernel of dialogue but I'll sit down seven o'clock in the morning I'm up I'm probably on the clock uh, at Metafilter on the days that I publish the strip. Uh, I'm drinking some tea. I'm like, okay, got to do this. And I sit down and write it. And by 9 or 10 or 11, I've got the whole thing put together and published, uh, which is fine. But early on, it was all getting like published by like 8.30 or 9. And so then when it became 10 and then it became 11, I started feeling kind of bad. Like, you know, this is getting sort of pushed late. And then everyone's going to be 12. And, and then every once in a while, I'd like actually just not publish that day. I'd, I'd, I'd say, fuck it. It's not working. You know, I'll be back on, you know, two days from now or whatever. Uh, and it makes me feel uh, guilty in a totally arbitrary sort of way because there's no reason I couldn't just say, hey, it updates when it updates or something, but I like it being sort of predictable. Yeah. And it's not like it's a problem that I post at 11 o'clock because, hey, if that's when I post it, that's when I post it. But uh, but still, it sort of gets in my head. And so like I sort of got ahead of the game and 
the nice thing about not taking till 11 o'clock is I can stop thinking about it before 11 o'clock in the morning. So I don't spend like the first four hours of my morning sort of feeling this. I still got to get this done. I still got to make this happen. You know, so getting it done ahead of time is kind of nice and rewarding in a sense. And so I got ahead of it at one point and I was like, hey, this is published kind of early. And you know what? I'm just going to I'm going to start writing these not the morning that I post them. And, and so, you know, I'll, they'll start being early and, and my wife is wise and knows my patterns of enthusiasm. And she was like, you should don't, don't say it on the site. And I wrote it on the site anyway. And, and no one really cares about this still, but me probably, but you know, I wrote on the site, Hey, I'm going to start doing this thing. And for like a week, I totally did that. And I was posting promptly at like eight o'clock in the morning. All I had to do was paste it up because I already had the whole script written and I knew what I was doing. And, and then uh, like the next week I'm posting it like at 1230 in the afternoon. And I was like, ah, is, is that that sense of, so I was like, never talk about a deadline. Fuck mm. it. Just never, never. If you can help it, just that's, which is the far extreme and not necessarily the best way to go, but it's like something I need to find some way to synthesize those things. So that's that's why I say yes. I'm glad that you feel okay about vaguing it up a little bit instead of saying affirm January 2014 because it oh, okay. validates my own internal. I have a lot of issues when I stop and think. <laughs> that was a long story. <laughs> I didn't really mean for it to uh, go on at that length, but uh, Love yeah. Love tracks your big thing right now. I mean, every time we we start talking about creative work, that's the first place your mind goes. It it's, seems like that's kind of your main gig right now. Yeah, it, it's. I mean, it's a consistent thing. It's. I mean, that and 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 this podcast and the podcast with Yakov. Uh, really, those are the those are the constants. Those are the things that are like actually happening. And LARP Trek is the one that's like three times a week. And yeah, I'm, right. And is it does LARP Trek have like so? I mean, I don't know if this is a personal question or not. I don't think it is. Well, let's find out. Um, does LARP Trek have like ten times the audience? You son of a bitch! <laughs> uh, as this. <laughs> as far as like as far as i do you have a sense that we have audience i mean there's there's definitely like three people who listen to this you know what i was gonna ask uh, has anyone reviewed our podcast we could just oh i haven't i haven't listened as far in a while. as i know we were just pouting for the last two months yeah i i no one obeyed our directive to go yeah, rate the podcast I've, I've looked a couple times and i i Will you look right now live on the air oh jesus christ please uh, i'll do Am it i'm gonna but fuck up your recording i thing? i don't know you know let, let, let's do this we're about 20 minutes in let's take a quick break and we'll come back and talk about you know uh, i want you to scratch off that lottery ticket while we're okay. on our break also okay well i'll do it i want all you right to yeah i gotta say that's that's one thing that uh, i feel like as a lesson learned from your first season of in the cut is uh-huh. take a break scratch a lot of tickets and announce no, the results I'm never gonna do no. that never gonna yeah, do okay that. okay the joke is that it's the <laughs> worst thing you could do live on I'm, air because I mean, it's so fucking boring i mean if there's anything that's less radio friendly than sitting there scratching off a lottery <laughs> ticket i couldn't think of it and that's but why i do it it's because so, it's, it's like such a oh but i it's, don't know it's one of those sh- like it's a shaggy dog joke that's not it's not a shaggy dog joke but you know what i mean that kind of thing where it's like it's it's like the, it's like the sort of things people would do as a joke fake podcast before their actual podcast <laughs> one time and yeah. then never again yeah you know, unless they were me in which case they would <laughs> well, interleave I, it into every I, episode I, I i respect i respect Anyone your stick who listens to this show and doesn't listen to my separate uh, movie review podcast in the cut is missing out on 
the sound of me scratching a lottery ticket and mumbling and, about what I'm uncovering. And also uh, a, a bunch of entertaining, sparkling discussion of movies, little too. Bit, I mean, little bit of you know, that, too. You know. Where I can fit it in between yeah. the lottery tickets. Yes, it's mostly lottery tickets. You go through like $500. <laughs> on this uh, show, let's scratch it off while we're on our break, though. All right, let's take that break. We'll be right back. Yes. Uh, oh, Jesus, that was a... is that how we're coming back from the break? <laughs> we just did. Oh that just God. happened. Oh, man, it's got an odor, too. Uh, we're back, and uh, the scratch ticket was... Uh... See, this is the nice thing about it being a gift, is that I don't feel like I'm out $2. I'm just up some joy. There's actually a really old Norm MacDonald stand-up bit where he talks about giving scratch-off lottery tickets, or lottery tickets in general as gifts, Yeah. where he's just like, what's the point? Here you go, nothing. And it's, it, you know, imagine that in a Norm MacDonald voice and you'll really laugh. Yes. I'm I, I, I imagining a lot of things in a. We should, everything that we've said in a bad accent, we should just be doing in a Norm MacDonald voice. Can we go back time. and cut that? Do, does software exist to just cut in our, ourselves doing it in a Norm MacDonald voice? Well, it certainly exists. Uh, I, I, I lack the will to bother, no. but uh, can you do a Norm MacDonald? I mean. Oh, God, not right now. Years I mean, ago, I could have. Yeah, well, what would that? It's, it's like, like it's in my brain. I know it's there, yeah. but producing—that's always the—that's the weird thing about impressions. Is like you know, we actually have a certain amount of pretty good hardware for mimicry at a level, but most people aren't great, like spontaneous mimics after like maybe childhood. And then, I don't know if you're even that great of a mimic in childhood. It's just that everything kids do is relatively impressive because they're fucking kids. Hmm. You know, I don't know. Let's that wasn't super coherent. Let's talk about my gift some more and what a cool guy I am. Yeah, you're, you're pretty great. So you actually, you you and Ange, um sent me a embossed, is that called letterpress? Yeah, yeah. Card that's really cool. It's hanging on my fridge right now. I've already put away all the other Christmas cards and decorations, but that one, <sighs> fucking so lovely, a. it's still on yeah, my fridge. Yeah, letterpress. And yeah, I noticed your card in return here. Uh, so this, I got, I bought these like over a year ago. I bought two of this card, and it's an embossed letterpress Horse, horse ebooks, e-books tweet. Yeah. Which people who don't know about horse ebooks, God, how would we explain? But that's but that's what I was going to because I want even is this it's the sort of thing that even though I know what it is, I like hearing it explained. <laughs> um. Anyway, so I got two of that card and and I I, I gave one to Aaron for uh, last Christmas and I was saving the other one for just such an occasion. But between then and now. The nature, of, our understanding of the nature of horse ebooks, <laughs> it's changed radically, changed. radically. And I know, I, I, you know, before that happened, I, I actually had a pretty good elevator pitch for what the fuck horse ebooks was in yeah. my mind, yeah, and in the, in the, in the culture of the internet. But now I'm lost again because I didn't totally understand what was revealed. So I want you to explain. <laughs> I'm calling I, uh, on you, oh, but, see, master I, of internet. I didn't. I didn't pay as much attention as I should have at the time. For okay. I don't even remember what what reason. 
I mean, the thing is, okay, for for people who have no idea what the fuck we're talking about, uh, Google that shit is oh, the no, usual answer. But also, it. but also, I'm just saying, as as a general <laughs> thing, take some take some agency, uh, take responsibility for your own fucking lives. Maybe they got here uh, by googling horse ebooks because our podcast becomes so popular. This we're is the number one hit for explaining yeah, this, horse this ebooks. This is the one that's gonna blow us up. Uh, <laughs> it's like when you search a question. I, this I this drives me fucking crazy. You, you, you type a computer related question, for example into google and your first result is a forum post and so you click on that and someone's asking the question and the first answer is that it, that's, that's been answered a hundred times why didn't you google it and you're like <laughs> fucking mother damn it if you just put the answer oh, anyway i'm sorry yep yes so, so horse let's, ebooks. Let's not be that. Yes, let's not. Instead, okay, so, let's so, so here's the deal with e-books. horse ebooks. Yes. And this is not going to be a or complete. Horse ebooks, as I like to call it. Oh, hey, I never really thought about it that way. Um, but but seriously, it's horse ebooks. Fuck him. Um, there's an underscore in there. Horse underscore ebooks. It couldn't be less ambiguous. All right, all right. Yeah, I didn't overdo If you're going to swear at me, it might as well be about. I'm sorry. Fake Russian spam bot <laughs> on Twitter. I'm sorry. It turned baby. out to be some insane art it's, project. It's the doppelbock. It's <laughs> it's it's getting to me. I'd better have another one. Let's have so another one and, and then, me. Yeah, then tempers will uh, flare down. Yes. I thought you were going for like tempers. Then 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 it tempers. It tempers the stuff. No. You know? That's not what I was going for. No, it's not. It's not. It's So Horse Ebooks. Horse Ebooks is a Twitter account. Uh, that, uh, God, it's been like several years at this point that it was running and, and it it posted just odd out of context things that didn't make a ton of sense, but were kind of funny in their odd surrealism. Um, I put my fucking empty on the card. How much contempt can I display? You did the whole scratcher on the card too. So it's already horribly disfigured. This is actually, this is how I show affection for physical objects is, is is by involving them in all kinds of negligent shit. Like you can tell, I really like a jacket. uh, If it looks like shit. Okay. Uh, I I just recently bought two new pairs of shoes, but I'm going to buy it. Uh, No, no, this is actually, this is, this is the thing. (laughs) I have a really hard time acquiring new clothes. Uh, oftentimes because I'm sort of picky in a I don't know what I like but I know it when I see it sort of way so sure. I'm it's hard to shop for me uh, I have a hard time shopping myself and then I'll end up buying something sometimes just out of sort of like a resignation it's like well fuck I, sh- I need this article of clothing to fulfill this role I don't like this but uh, it's here and I'm done mm-hmm. and then a year later it'll be my favorite fucking thing in the world and then five years later I'll really need to throw it away because it's in terrible shape because it's my favorite fucking thing in the world. I had these checkered slip-ons as a kid that I got black and white checkered, uh, just like slip-on Ked type shoes, whatever. Um, that I remember note, note for posterity. Josh makes the jerk off motion when he says slip-on. Did shoes. I? <laughs> well, I, I used to have kind of contempt for slip-ons, which is funny. I think it was a middle period of my life. I think he was slipping uh, them on. Wait, if I'm just describing the 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 period between me being a kid and me being in my mid thirties as the middle period of my life, that doesn't it's bode ominous. well. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, anyway, I had these checkered black and white checkered, uh, slip ons that I remember hating when I got them as a kid. And then two weeks later, they were my favorite thing in the world. And then like a year later I was running around in my, my, my grandma's backyard and she lived out in the country. She lives in boring Oregon. Uh, well, she did. She's she's dead now. But back when she was alive, that was right, where she right. lived. Uh, 
and there were cows. Now she, now she rests in boring Oregon. Yes, yes. There were there there were cows in the neighboring yard, and they would get out sometimes. There was a ton of cow patties in her back lot, and uh, I was running around one day in my checkered slip-ons and uh, just got them. I think just filthy, mm. filthy with cow manure, and they were probably too small too because you know I was still you know, I was a growing boy. Um, and and and, and my my parents just like unceremoniously threw them away without telling me, and it was traumatic for me. I was like, "Where are my shoes?" They're like, "We got rid of them." And I was like, "How could you?" And I think I really hated these things when I got them. So I was like, "That's that's the weird, mm-hmm. fucked up arc of my relationship with physical objects." So the fact that I've multiply abused this card already in the ten minutes that I've had it is a is a sign that. Uh, you know, five years from now, I'm going to be like, oh, fuck, where's the card? Where's the card? Where's the fucking card? Uh, and well, that's I, what horse ebooks is. And that's is. the story of horse ebooks, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, it's his Twitter account. It's his Twitter account. I almost just want to leave it at that. I mean, it's Google just, it. just, it's just not... as <laughs> bizarre Markov Cheney uh, as, as the actual horse ebooks thing itself. I was, I was, you know, this is the second podcast of the day for me, too. Like, we did the Metafilter podcast this morning. Oh, shit. How and, did it went fine. Um, Can we talk some smack on the Metafilter podcast? What is that bullshit yeah, about? Seriously. What are they doing? Oh, look. Is, there were links on our community hey, website. Does the Metafilter po- is the Metafilter podcast listed on iTunes? Or is it yeah, just... Yeah, yeah. No, just, it is. It is. Does it, does it have iTunes reviews? I probably. I guess we're coming back to the review thing now is the thing to talk about. Uh, let me see. Well, I never left it. In your mind, this whole time you've just been nodding to everything I say while thinking, what did they say about the podcast? I want to know. Uh, you know the, the in the Cut, the first review in the Cut got was a one-star review. Wow. You know, the Metafilter podcast has seven ratings and no reviews. Mm. You'd think. I mean, it's, you know, hundreds and... Well, well it's very inside baseball. Yeah. Like, a lot of people listen to it, but they're all Metafilter members. And they've got no reason to go over to iTunes and rate the motherfucker. Right. It's not like it needs exposure outside of the demographic. It's already right there in front of... Exactly. So it's like it's 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 for who it's for, and those are the only people. Unlike who really this podcast, need it. which is for nobody. Yes. Like seriously, we have such films to show you has fifteen ratings and like seven reviews. Huh. Which is not very much, but it's more than the fucking Metafilter podcast, and it's certainly more than ours because <laughs> I just looked ours up. The Crapshoot has not it. enough ratings to find out how many ratings it has, oh, and, and no reviews, and no reviews. No reviews. Uh, so, uh, so you, if you're listening you, and you enjoy yeah. this, just go fucking do it. Just go take take five fucking minutes and just, go to iTunes and write, "Hey, I like this podcast. It's it's dumb and stupid, and its butt smells." And I will be so seriously if you write that our butt smells, I will be so fucking pleased. Josh really laughs at butts. The car- I was talking about earlier that's hanging on my fridge. It's hanging in a closed state because inside just Josh just robots. <laughs> oh shit, I forgot I did that. You know, okay, let's I want to talk about the Christmas card thing a little bit because this All was right, this was something that we've never really done them. I mean, we've we've essentially we, we we've occasionally sent a Christmas card to someone, like you know, sure. you know, family members or whatever, you know, sent maybe two or three some years, but it's not we've never been Christmas card people. And this year Angela's like, Hey, let's do the Christmas card thing. I was like, oh, okay. And uh, so we went and, and we went to Lark Press on uh, Mississippi, I think, um, or somewhere. One of those places in town where they have stores. Uh, there's a place called Lark Press that does letterpress, and they, you know, they, they sell a whole bunch of letterpress, and they print their own stuff, and I think they sell some other stuff too. Uh, and so we bought some cards there, and we wrote up a big list of who should we send Christmas cards to, you know, family and friends and internet friends and so on. And 
And uh, I have that list too. I mean, I have a list of my own like that, and I just use it to shame myself and feel bad. That works. That yeah. that works. That's that's my usual. I just shame myself a little bit, and then I like you know play a video game, and it's yeah. it's, it's it's a it's a healthy cycle. Uh, but this year we we fucking did it, and we 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 sent out like forty goddamn cards. And and my main objection to the whole thing is that that's a lot of cards, and. That objection was largely assuaged by the fact that she did almost all of the work. Sure. You know, I tracked down some addresses. I wrote some of the cards, uh, uh, and I think I think so. I think so. She wrote like an actual meaningful paragraph. She in did. It. She wrote a paragraph, and then it. she gave it to me, and I wrote also buts. Yeah, you wrote you also know, buts. I think is what I wrote, and yeah. and so that because well, she'd done. She'd already covered all the ground, so you know why not. Um, I did that for a few other cards as well, and I signed a number of cards, and I wrote a few cards that she signed. And, and uh, did you know which card you were writing it in? Yeah, no, no, no. Okay. We so that we, we were, were keeping... writing butts with me and mine. Yeah, no, yeah, it was okay. very. That was very much for you, right? Those um, those butts were for me. Yes. Uh, Does it? This butts for you. Yeah, I was gonna say that's an let's, old Budweiser let, slogan, let's, right? Let's clink. Let's clink. That clink, one's, fucking clink. Too bad. clink. Come on, clink. I I need this clink. I need this clink. Give this me is, a clink. This is a charity clink. I thank thank you. <laughs> I have way too much fondness for things like clinking glasses and and like high fives and bro daps and whatnot. You, it's you it's know, a thing I, that I I don't mind like little just sort of like broy PDAs. You know what I mean? Like I kind of like I don't mind like slapping someone in the back when you give them a hug. I don't mind the fist bump thing. I got really really just. A, in a bad place with high fives at one point yeah. in my life, and I just decided they just bugged the shit. It's out of really, me. but it's so hard to leave a nice person hanging when they want to high five you over some stupid thing that doesn't deserve a high five in the first place. The high five and is you just kind of are yeah. de- demeaning yourself by acquiescing to the high five but though it's you just want to avoid the conversation about why you're not high fiving yeah. him, but you like him anyway. Yeah, it's, it's it, tough. The high five is is. Easily, like it's really hard for a high five not to be a terrible thing. Like, like unless you are a teenage mutant ninja turtle or Val Kilmer in Top Gun at a volleyball game, yeah. you kind of can't do it without it being awkward. But I still fucking love the things. Like, I will, I will totally semi ironically, but I'm actually into it. High five someone, but I, I pretty much don't want to like oblige someone. And the same thing, like, 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 like the best person to like you know do a fist bump with as an awkward white guy is like a eight-year-old because they're like mm. on board like sure i haven't sure. quite gotten to middle school where shame overrides every social act that i perform uh so <laughs> so yeah let's fucking let's, let's boom and then you blow their mind with like and you know blow it up afterwards and oh man but uh yeah i think i would agree with your list of people for whom it's okay to do <laughs> high fives i think you pretty much yeah no that was pretty park. much it yeah, that ninja was... turtles and and val uh, kilmer yeah val kilmer who was uh not maverick he was Iceman. he was Iceman. Iceman. he didn't right. like mavericks maverick was dangerous no mavericks was a loose cannon yeah that guy <laughs> i'm not sure he was a loose cannon he was definitely dangerous oh okay but i don't know if he was a loose cannon he wasn't he wasn't a cop he wasn't he wasn't a dirty cop doing the right thing in san francisco in the 70s right uh he was just dangerous it's dangerous yes buzz in the tower play by his own rules Playing with the boys. You know what? Uh, me and my partner Whitney watched Top Gun in 3D. Very How? good. What? Yeah. What? How? What? Yeah. What? They did a very good job I'm, with it. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm just blown fucking... So someone had to like create fucking 3D depth models for every frame of Top Gun after the fact. Yeah. 
No, it's, so you, it's more common than you think. In fact, even movies that come out today that are in 3D. Well, yeah, no, I, I, I know, but done who goes back fact. and does Top Gun is what I'm saying. Like, if you're putting out, yeah, because like I remember uh, hearing that uh, Guillermo del Toro didn't really want to do 3D for uh, that big Rock'em Sock'em robot. Uh, what the fuck? Pacific, Pacific Rim. Rim. Thank you. Right. And like he, you're welcome. He, yeah, thank That's you. That's a point no, for I'm my really... movie podcast over years, by the way. Now it's a contest. No, oh, shit. I've just decided. Um, <laughs> anyway, uh, plus I've seen Top Gun in 3D, so uh, I just automatically you. Win. for the viewer. I'm giving him two <laughs> flying birds that are just oscillating. It's like 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 you can't even track them. Like if yeah, you tried to like shoot F-15's them out of the sky, dogfighting. Yeah, they're they're much dimensions. more. They're faster. They're more maneuverable. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, uh, yeah, Del Toro was like. Uh, yeah, and I was like, he, they well, they weren't going to do 3D for the Jaegers because they're like, well, but that, at that scale, for it to be actually realistic 3D, you just wouldn't get much of an effect because they're so big and they're so far back that you wouldn't have the depth. Uh, so they didn't do all those in mm. 3D, and then they had to go and do, yeah, the post-conversion. Yeah, and they did the same for the Avengers, I think. And it's it, it's it's not as bad as it sounds for two reasons. One is it's actually when they do it in post, it doesn't come out that bad. Like they actually probably have pretty good tools for that sort of thing. But also because most of it is rendered. Yeah. Well, and that's the thing. And when yeah. they so it's like, rendered, they can just re-render yeah. it from a slightly different yeah, way. Right? It, it, and so it's just effectively as if they had done it in 3D from the beginning. Only live video is the only thing they're actually really fudging. Yeah. Um, and so in, and in that sense, that when they go back and do Top Gun, it, and especially because the, the real showcase scenes are... You know these planes flying against a smooth blue yeah. background, right? <laughs> yeah, so it's like even if they fucked up the edging or whatever, there's literally no way you would be able to tell. Yeah. So it's, it's actually looks really fluid. And Top Gun, I don't know if you have noticed this, but re like recycles shots pretty often. I haven't seen it in a while. I, I watched it stuff. several years so they ago can again for the first time. Probably cut it pretty simply there. But no, I found it really enjoyable. No, I, I had no. Honestly, I'm kind of excited yeah. to hear that this yeah, is Yeah, I just fast-forwarded all the dogfights and just watched the beach volleyball. Yeah, well, that's really... You put that on loop and you're, you're, you're pretty much good. <laughs> and uh, Kelly McGillis, is that her name? Oh, I don't know. Yeah, the, the lady... The lady instructor who Maverick falls for and who falls for Maverick. Mm-hmm. Yeah, fucking Top Gun, man. Top Gun. Man. Where You know, I thought we were going somewhere about 10 minutes ago, but now. <laughs> horse ebooks, I think. Now let's I just go ahead and just sit on Top Gun. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Maybe is it time? Do we have time for another? I mean, is it a good time for another break? Yeah, let's take another break. Not do we have time for another yeah. break? Obviously, we <laughs> I don't know if we got all time. The time in the I world. don't know. I don't know. Uh, we'll take a break. We'll be right back. Come back. We're back. You know what we didn't do? Like what, up what top, didn't we, we, we didn't we didn't actually say our names, which is kind of a moot point at this point. But uh, nonetheless, I'm Josh Millard. Motherfucker, <laughs> turn that shit off. I'm doing this right now. You, you, you do not you <laughs> not you do not come into my house. <laughs> give me free beer. And then stick Guns N' Roses on your phone into the microphone. That's... See how how it cut out for a second like that? That was your phone knowing how wrong... Ah, mother... Axl Rose! Just like, I don't understand 
Has anybody who likes Axl Rose ever seen or heard Axl Rose? Maybe it's a thing where people were like, 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 like you know, a guy standing on the sidewalk and he's sort of looking up, and then another person comes along and and they they see him and so they stop and they look up too, and then another person comes and stops and they look up too, try and see what's up, and like you get a crowd like 24 people are standing there looking up. And then someone's like, yeah, I don't, what, what are we looking at? And the first guy's like, oh no, I've just got, I've got a crick in my neck. I feel like that's what's going on with Axl Rose, where, where people just like, some motherfucker had like blunt head trauma, and the only thing that would make the pain go away was the frequencies of Axl Rose's fucking voice, like modulating, like reverse torture, and it so balanced out, and he was at peace. And other people's like, oh yeah, this guy really likes this Axl Rose guy. There must be something there. Let's wait 10 fucking years for Chinese democracy, and it turns out to be a piece of shit anyway, because it's fucking Axl... God. I was headbanging really hard for that. I didn't really hear what you were saying. Yeah, but you look like an asshole because you were headbanging to... to... <laughs> Give me a high five. Uh, oh, good. Store. Yes, yes, he did all it. Right. For the, for the Packs. listener. Packs. Oh, for the listener, he did it. But I got my clink back, so yeah, I'm 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 even for the day. Right, Fucking, so you win. You, you, you never going to do that again. Everybody if you wins. ever do that, I'm, I'm going to literally slap your phone out of your hand. Um, ah, hi. That was what you wanted to come back with? No, you just... not, not originally. I was going <laughs> to save it for... I was going to try and interrupt you during a long story with it, but then there was a bit of a lull when we came back, and I said, you know what? I'm going for it. That's how that happened. That's what was going through. See, and I was trying to do our. I was trying to do our bit, our bit. Insofar as we did it like once. No, no, we did it twice. We did it twice. I know the bit you're talking about. Yeah. I'm. I let's. Well, okay. I'm Jesse. I'm. I'm. I'm Josh. Yeah. I'm Jesse. He's Jesse. That's Josh over there. Yeah. We're not even. Oh, Jesus Christ. Yeah. See, Uh, not going to have a story. But I really do like this beer. This is. This is really. Here's one thing I wanted to talk about, and it's um, when we cut away, um, <laughs> you had to check your uh, Metafilter contact form messages, which I don't know if that's a privacy violation, but you had to... No, no, this is clearly... Someone, someone with mis- misguidedly was contacting you about... Uh, yes, the, the, the subject line of, of the email was, I'm in pain, and the body of the email was, I'm in pain and I need some Vicodin as soon as possible. Thank you. Right. Uh, and then the follow-up email... Was need Vicodin? When can I get my order? Uh, and this person clearly is not trying to contact Metafilter in any meaningful sense. Sure. They just are lost on I mean, the web. I mean, I could have sent that at various. Yeah, and I'm and, and and I feel for them because this is probably. I mean, it's probably someone who is in pain and does need I'm sure. yeah. something. You know, possibly Vicodin. Uh, I don't know what the circumstances are. And then are. walked up to a computer where Ask Metafilter was already on the screen. And May, or Googled, Googled something. Ask Metafilter gets pretty good uh, results if you Google a variety of questions. Oh, sure. So, you know, they may have just ended up there When you that phrase way. them as questions. Yeah, oh, yeah, okay. specifically. That makes a lot of so, sense. So, like, yeah. where can I get some Vicodin? You know, yeah. maybe that turns up an Ask Metafilter right. thread. Right, whereas, like, Vicodin source probably wouldn't yeah. or something yeah. like that. So huh, uh, interesting. So that poor son of a bitch... Who, you know, uh, Ask Metafilter yeah. is kind of the new Ask Jeeves. Kind of, yes. Know, yes. Jeeves' real name was Metafilter. He changed it no, uh, when he became good. a butler. Yeah. Um, that's dying on the vine. No, but what I was, um, <laughs> was going to say was... Please. Two things. Well, one, you had the, the project that I love that is uh, thank you for contacting Metafilter, which is just a Tumblr blog, Yeah, right? it's just a Tumblr blog collecting this, Where, this weird bullshit Where this type of thing is reposted. And um, it's fascinating, of course, just getting that kind of... 
through the glass darkly vision into the like sick mind of the normal internet user. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> but also it's tagged really exquisitely. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> I, uh, I take full credit for that. Right. There's one so. person flips out and is raging and it says like either get, you know, they're like they need, they need something from the site and they're not getting it. And they're, they're like, I can't believe you're bullshitting me like this. Either get real or get out of town or something. I forget exactly what their phrase was, but then you tagged it, getting either real or out of town. <laughs> I, uh, yeah. I, I gotta say, the tagging function is my favorite thing about Tumblr, and it's a shame that there's not more consistent displaying of tags on themes, because that's the thing that I think prevents it being uptaken as a serious literary genre. It's sort of, it's the sort of, like, jokey hashtag of Twitter yeah. thing. Well, it's, and, it's, it may predate it. Well, even. and it, it, it's another, uh, it's another sort of vector for humor. And it's, it's interesting, because, like, when I post LARP Trek, for example, uh, when I post it on the main site, I, I, I make the comic itself, which is an image, and then I post some alt text if you hover over it, right. it's usually it some really sort of follow-on like joke. Yeah. Uh, and then when I go, I've got a Tumblr that I post the stuff on too because it's got a couple hundred followers and what the hell. Um, so the Tumblr people read it and they don't get my write-ups that I read on the main site because like, I don't want to paste the whole thing in. It's like, fuck you, go read the main site because that's what I actually want you to do. I'm just doing mm-hmm. this as a courtesy. But it's still got the tags and so I'll throw a couple of tags on there and it's like another little... So like the alt text is like a secondary vector for humor and the title of the post is like a tertiary and then the the tags on Tumblr are a quaternary. Quaternary? Catenary? Uh... <laughs> quaternary uh angle for humor so it's like four his different places to make a joke the and four different for the forehead his name's quark no, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Think, yes uh yeah. but yeah it's weird because it's like it's like four different what? four slightly different channels for humor and like they all have different valences that i made a butt joke or a star trek joke <laughs> either of those seemed right up your i alley. i actually <laughs> I, I i didn't hear butt i heard bud and i was like what no it's, it's like his, his forehead's budding out no, no you're right butt. that you made a butt joke that's so nice you made of a you. butt joke yeah. and i thought it would bond us but you're apparently just, it's driven no uh, you're just you're, you're full driven of us apart you're, you're full of christmas gifts and uh and i'm not appreciating them i'm, I'm sorry about okay. that yes he does have a butt for head Thank i'm you. sorry you would finish what you were saying it's weird because they're they're each a different like like I have like the strip the actual content of the comic strip is like canonical like everything that happens there I have to like feel good about but sure. then the alt text on the strip can be a joke that doesn't have to exist anywhere in the continuity of the strip like it can be a character saying a modified version of their line or carrying on with something or something that you know and I feel like it's okay to make jokes there that it's not okay to make in the strip because they don't count hmm. And then the title text is like really free association. It's usually a joke on like a song or something or a bad pun and it doesn't count. And then the Tumblr tags are their own thing that only exist on the Tumblr version of it. And they're like very Tumblr style in my head. Like, you know, it's hard to, uh, uh, it's hard to lay out exactly what this means, but like they occupy a very specific jokey space of commentary. That's like hashtag humor that doesn't apply to the main strip on the main site where it exists on larptrek.com and it's really kind of weird and fucked up that i've got like i'm partitioning out these little tiny bits of the parts of my brain that are allowed to make jokes about a thing i made <laughs> into different and it's like it's like what the fuck like and sometimes i write up the the tags on the tumblr and i'm like why is this not on the main site that's actually kind of a funny joke i i like that joke i should have made it there but it doesn't fit there because it's not a tumblr take it's like what i it's so, so someone fetishistically obsessed with LARP Trek needs to go three places to get 
just two, just two, but 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 they need to hover at the main site and Uh, then go to Tumblr to read the tags. It's really it's it's fucking problematic, is what it is. Maybe I don't know. It's it's, you know, it's just giving people who really want to get that into it that much more time to kill. I guess, but it's but moreover, you know what I was thinking is that um, I'm sure someone has come to this realization before me or if not i'm sure there's a reason it's totally idiotic and no one has come to this realization before me but if you think of old um political cartoons a lot of times they'll there will be the main cartoon and then in the bottom corner there will be a little little, either like a uh, self-caricature of the cartoon artist at their workbench and then just a little one-liner next to it or something like that. Or, um, I don't know how to say his name, but Sergio Aragonis from uh, Mad Magazine. Sure, We'll yeah. do a little... Um, Serge, we call it. Sergi. Great friends. We'll do margin comics and stuff like that, and sometimes yeah. they can play off of the main thing. I think they're, they're, it's, it's interesting to think that there actually sort of was a, um, a forerunner to that sort of... Yeah. I mean... Forgive me, but I think it is meta humor. I think, I think it, it sort of is. Yeah. It's, it's, it's a sort of like self-contained commentary on the the work you've just done. I think right. t- Tony Millionaire does that too. Usually at the bottom. Or a of- better example from Mad Magazine is that each like feature is like from the blah 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 department. Yeah, it's always like yeah, a yeah, pun. exactly. Again, yeah. yeah, it's like a it's a it's a bad pun on what they're doing there. So it's like humor about the yeah. It's right. it's a really interesting thing. We should uh, yeah, we should. Uh, Talk to someone who studies humor sometimes. You should talk to someone about what we're talking about, except I, get someone who knows what they're talking yeah, about. Yeah, a humorologist, I think. Yeah, it's, yeah they study sure. the, the, the humors of the body. Maybe a bile specialist. But to get to what, I, what was intended to be my ultimate point when I was bringing up like the, the medical Like the ultimate point? No. Like, the, like, like Ultima Weapon from Final no. Fantasy? No. No? Not like that. No? The penultimate. Oh, ooh, ooh. Which means second to last. Oh, oh, penultimate. Yeah. I thought you said penultimate, like it was across all ultimates, like it was a universe bridging ultimate. Oh my ultimate-ness. god, that's huh? I never thought. Is, is that a uh, phrase that's used commonly? No, no, oh, okay. I've never heard it before in my it's life. It's funny because when someone says penultimate, they probably mean penultimate. No, they probably so mean maybe penultimate. We should... Well, okay, a lot of people mean. Okay, a lot of people say penultimate when what they mean is really fucking ultimate. Penultimate. Yeah, but I just right? I, 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 I don't think... Well, okay, the distinction I'm making is I think they do mean something that you could intentionally use pan-ultimate to mean, right. but I don't think they mean pan-ultimate. I don't think a lot of people no, use... No, they're not deliberately trying to say pan-ultimate. Yeah, yeah. But okay. they're, say, they're trying to say But they're saying something that pan-ultimate could mean. But they mean. think it means what you're saying pan-ultimate yes. means. So they in, are inadvertently trying I think, to say... I think what they're trying to say is like supra-ultimate. Supra ultimate. Like I don't think I, I think pan's got a little weird nuance to it. Like there's some cosmology involved in the idea of pan ultimacy. Ultimacy? <laughs> Ultimateness? Pan ultimacy is a good name for this episode, I think. Pan ultimatum. Or uh, some something that refers to the last episode's title, uh, No Guns and Roses Ever. <laughs> you being motherfucker. S- subverted. You motherfucker. Um the final point <laughs> Of this, I doubt it. Of this specific digression, oh, okay, about the uh, the Metafilter contact form and your role in uh, moderating that site is it brings me back to what we were talking about before we even started recording tonight, which is the horrible shit you run into on the internet. And I was gonna just for my own pure curiosity's sake, I was gonna ask: Is are you exposed to like shock sites and gore shit and like 
horrible, awful things just because on a lark, someone submits that to Metafilter or throws it in in a comment somewhere. Really or rarely. Do you, do you, you know, are actually, you more on the front lines of like swatting links like that down? Or do you not get. Is your is is your everyday not ruined by the fucking nightmares upon the internet? It's really I would say like weird nightmarish shit that no one is expecting is really pretty rare at this point on Metafilter. Like partly because I think people know they'll get their ass banned, and partly because people have maybe grown up a little bit. At least the people who are likely to buy a Metafilter account. Mm. Um, and so a, a, as a result, we have uh, very little of that. Mm. Like that's. Not something we and part of it is like as much as anything, I might be informed that there is a thing. Like I'm not going to be the first person to click on any link on the site. You know you can nuke it without having to click on. Yeah, it Yeah, like I'll take someone's word for it. That if they're like, uh, oh shit, because because uh, usually it's going to be from a known source. Like there's a terrible fucking site called uh, nimp.org. Do not type this in. Oh Although I I think technically it may I be wanted. safe to go to nimp.org itself. Like if you just go to that, it's like unremarkable. But if you throw any subdomain on it, like you type whatever .nimp.org, uh, it'll throw up a hardcore griefer shock site that like it's not mm. just a shock site. It's a shock site that pops open a ton of windows and just fucks with your shit real mm. bad. And uh, and so like the classic way to grief with it would be like, like Britney.spears.nude.nimp.org. And oh, this was like, okay. oh, Britney Spears. Oh, my God. Oh, what's so happening? Literally, my... any subdomain. It's just a literally, catch-all yeah, literally, card. yeah. It wildcards it. Anything okay. other than the main domain, I think, huh. goes there. And then there's like the more prosaic stuff, uh, like Goatsy. I like that Goatsy is prosaic at this point. Like, seriously, <laughs> I don't even blink. If you link me to a picture of that man stretching out his anus, I'm like, oh, it's Goatsy. It's like a warm feeling. It's like a family reunion. <laughs> You know him and Tub Girl and Knife Butt and so on. Lemon Party. I've de- wow. I, I've defended Lemon Party on a number of occasions because it's like you know what the problem with Lemon Party is it's a picture of three old guys like getting it on and he's like fuck you if you're seventy and gay and Randy good for you you should go ahead and have some fucking sex you know is Lemon Party not a video I've been able to to chart a course around lemon party i, th- I, I think it's just a still i think it's, it's just, just a still a three like you know okay. septuagenarians like fucking getting it on three dudes just like I having mean, my, a time my personal defense of lemon party is that it was totally like um undertaken by the anti-tea party movement who would like infiltrate tea party protests and hold signs that's like a drawing of yes. Obama with his like puckered mouth and say like, like tired of sour government tricks. <laughs> visit lemonparty.com, lemon right? Yeah. <laughs> Which is brilliant. They uh, managed to sneak some lemon party uh, so- jokes into Thirty Rock, which I thought was brilliant. Oh and shit, there was some yeah, like like, like well, because uh, she's Liz Lemon, right? And so her dad uh, comes to visit, and and. And someone's like, you know, I'll get the bill. It's like, no, 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 I'll cover it. It's uh, it's not a because his name was Dick Lemon, and so it's like, it's not a, it's not a lemon party without old Dick. And it's just like, it's one of those things. Where like on the one hand, there's absolutely no reason you can't broadcast that on television, but on the other hand, it's like, oh my god, that's the dirtiest fucking thing, you know? Right, so it's, they're getting away with something. Yes, but anyway, yes. Uh, no, I don't. I don't actually have to deal with a lot of that shit, which is really nice. Which is, it's kind of funny because Goatsy was kind of the original Rick Roll before YouTube came along and then uh, it became, you know, 
Rick Astley singing Never Gonna Give You Up. Right. Uh, we had a long-running image sort of running joke on Metafilter before we actually banned the image tag, which was a picture of a pissing elephant, like an elephant just taking a big steamy piss on a pile of its own shit, which is kind of a... I mean, it's not quite goatsy in some sense, but it's still pretty, like, fucked up. Okay, and that you, was just like... You got away would, with not explaining horsey books, but you have to explain the pissing elephant thing for well, any th- Metafilter. It's pretty self-explanatory. It's users. a picture of an elephant taking a piss but where does that come from and why does that get any traction i don't know site? what the source is but it it's became, like yeah it's, it's like a evergreen or not evergreen but it's like a what's ever the brown kind of tree that every year like blooms again deciduous uh it's like a deciduous it's an annual a perennial it's an annual, i mean those are flowers really Annuals you have to plant annually. Perennials an come back every year. Pissing on a heap of shit. Yes, it's it's all it is, and it became a joke, and and uh, and people kept posting it because it was terrible, and it bothered people, and so people kept posting. It was like it was really one of the like dumbass juvenile adolescent phases of Metafilter that right. we kept having that come up. Is that and, why we can't have the image? Yes, tag that specifically. That's Everything specific else we've said picture. is bullshit. It was just because of the elephant. Okay. And so we contrived an excuse involving, you know, cross-site scripting and, uh, and uh, you know, that's, that's, that's the truth. I figured um, that was probably it. <laughs> some motherfucker is going to hey, listen to this and then take GIF? it. Do you say gift? I don't GIF? even know anymore. Okay. I just, I, I vacillate to avoid committing because I don't, I, I remember having strong opinions at some point, but I don't remember what opinion it was. Do you say mephite or mephite? Uh, mephite. 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 Yeah. Wrong. Yeah, no, fuck you. I work there. <laughs> well, can can you give me a just justification for mephite? Uh, it's it's right. It's correct. I okay, like it. I mean, if you if it, assuming that wasn't a shorthand for metafilter, right? I guess is what it's short for, right? Yeah, okay. sure. Assuming it wasn't, would you still pronounce it mephite? Well, so, so assuming this non so this pronunciation of this word that exists in no from whole cloth M E F I T. I don't know. I, I can't put myself in the context. I can't imagine a world in which uh, you okay. know it's not a word about metafilter. Huh. So yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's that's uh, job security. So yep. You can't even imagine a world without yep. metafilter. It's uh, it's it's uh, it's where I am. How far are we into this goddamn podcast? About an hour. Okay. About an hour. Well, two but it's been like it's been a month, and we just opened these beers, yeah, so I think no. we should keep talking. Uh, no, because <sighs> that'll be hard. Yeah. I had like I wrote down like <laughs> eight things we talk about, and we've discussed none of them. So like you know, I know. In fact, I mean, for the audience's sake, this is um, Josh trying to help me out because I texted him on my basically on my way here. I was getting, I was just getting off work, <laughs> and I'm like, holy shit! I've just been so like in work mode for the last week and a half. I can't even think about what I could possibly talk about on a podcast. Please come up with ideas to like, help me. And we have Basically never. Is what I said. I think the only time we ever had a problem coming up with something to talk about on the podcast was like the first few episodes when we thought we had to know what we were going to talk about, and that was mostly on me because I remember really having like a oh, and we'll have a we'll have the the first segment we'll talk about X, and the second segment we'll talk about Y, and the third segment, mm. and, and I really I had this structured idea, and you know it worked out really well, I think. Uh, when we just sit down and uh, drink beer and digress, maybe I feel we, like, would, we would have to check in on our parallel universe in which we actually follow. Some yeah, sort I guess of so, and see, really see, see, see whether they have one. any reviews or yeah, ratings they have any on fucking that. reviews. <laughs> just go, just go, click the fucking star. Just click the fucking star, no, Brian do Dast. Don't do I know it. you listen. You said you listen. Go click on the fucking star. 
Uh, no, I don't even want you to anymore. You know, no, just don't give, listen to I don't him. Even he's, care. He, he's he's playing the bad cop. No, no, I don't. No, Go don't do worry it. About it. Spite him. No. He's like, clap your hands so a fairy uh, lives. Uh, is that how I it worked with Peter Pan? With oh, gee, I didn't know you were. A... So two beers ago, I was going to. Um, <laughs> You know what the last the last episode you wouldn't know because you've apparently never listened to an episode of our show, but that's okay. I think it's I think it's a kind of ascetic reverence that explains our lack of ratings and reviews. It's it's people who listen and feel such a holy experience while listening that they don't want to taint it by doing material things like rating and reviewing. That's for probably the, what it for is for the listeners' sake and for. Um, uh, future generations, uh, Josh touches his nipples when he says "holy experience." <laughs> Do I? Apparently, inadvertently. Do I? I, I yeah. like like it was like a flump, thumb thing, or I no middle fingers. I yeah. uh, I you don't. Look, you were pretending you were straightening your jacket, but I could see. Oh, okay. Well, just, <laughs> I should I should do it. We should do a control podcast where I don't wear a jacket. And see how it goes. But yeah, uh, well, you would have to drink three uh, Spartan Optimatos. It's a it's 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 a pretty good beer to drink. Thing of, thing of. If you would listen to the last Theo! episode of the podcast, which I know you didn't because you don't. Um, one thing I promised the listeners was a story about Sugarbush Squirrel. And yes, demanded that they all go to sugarbushsquirrel.com. I didn't go there. Josh Millard, did you go to Sugarbush? No, I, I forgot about that. I don't listen to our podcast, so I don't know what I said. Right, I but I, do. Told, I was talking to you when I, I said know, it. I know, but uh, you don't I, have to listen to the podcast to hear my. I I, I live in the stream. I'm I'm uh, I'm very of the moment, and the problem is there's a lot of moments, and so I'm of whichever one. I think one. there's two ways we can go here. <laughs> one is we can talk about it next time. Two, you can go there right now, live on the air. I, Which way do you want to go? I'm I think we should talk about it next time next. because I actually have a story I want to tell okay. right now. Yeah. And I, I probably want to tell it sooner rather than later because I want to be able to get away from it. And telling it <laughs> on this podcast is kind of the last to-do list thing I have Excuse for me. before I can start uh, just forgetting that I ever did this. Oh, oh shit. Yeah. It's, it's, oh, it's, shit, no. It's, what's, oh, Jesus, now I don't know what you think I did. It's, you did you didn't um, get a home waxing kit. Basically. No, God, no. <laughs> what kind of idiot would try and wax his own balls? You'd have to be a fucking... You, you would have to be a fucking moron to you do that. See, you seemed as terrified to go into no, this story yeah, as no, I was to No, I'm just... I'm mortified so that I did it because it, it took so much effort to do such a stupid thing. So, okay, let me wrap this up for real quick. Okay, then. do it, do it. So go to sugarbushsquirrel.com. Actually, just, just go to it real quick to make sure it's not like .net or something. I'm misremembering or something. I, okay. I'm going to it right now. Okay, sugarbushsquirrel.com. S-U-G-A-R, sugarbush, B-U-S-H, squirrel, S-Q-U-I-R-R-E-L.com. The EL always fucks me. Uh, yeah, you said that last photographed time. Supermodel. Yeah. Okay. Squirrel. Yeah. So you got it. Yeah, you don't so have to go can. through it right now. He's wearing a little sweater. It's right. Adorable. I mean, do go through it right now. Don't well, let me I'm going. I'm going. He's wearing a fucking fedora. No, you have to. You have to do a deep dive on this website yeah, to really yeah, no, this, appreciate. This, this, this looks a fucking. I. I, I mean, s- it's overwhelming from the get go. I've given it a couple of like good solid scrolls down and I'm like a tenth down the page so that's that's a motherfucker of a and site. there's at least 30 links from the homepage each of which takes you to a page that's just as time cubally lo- incredibly long has this been posted to Metafilter? 
I have no idea. Oh my god! I have no idea. We'll it's been the same site. I mean, you can tell by looking at it, but it's been the same site since the early '90s when I discovered. Yeah, it. but you can't tell now because it could be someone just being really clever in like 2011 and this, like it's, going for that specific like. I am here to tell you. Well, I believe you. I believe based you. Based on my, I'm just saying it's tricky. With this website, we've learned from horse ebooks that you can't trust a goddamn into. thing in this world. No, yeah, you don't trust anything, but trust me. Who trusted horse ebooks? That's the I thing did. that. Are you bo- kidding me? Really? Like, how much did you trust it? Like, you really believed that it was what an actual person or an actual AI? <laughs> Because, like, different people trusted it differently. Like, there were people who really, really believed it was some confused spammer from Russia who realized he was getting more of a reaction to his bullshit auto-generated spam than he was generating money off it. And so he started writing himself. And there were other people who really, really believed this was, like, the best, like, like, Markov text generator ever. And, like, these people were, like, these were the fucking sharks and jets of uh, the Horsey Books, you know, armchair analysis musical extravaganza, which, wow, that would be a thing to see. I think but, it was uh, more like the Warriors, where there was at least six or eight different interpretations never, of Horsey I've, Books, I've, all at war with one another. I've never seen the Warriors. The Warriors is a very fascinating documentary about <laughs> crime culture in the <laughs> New York in the <laughs> 80s. <laughs> But uh, but what were we talking about? Something I'm sure. You were about to launch into a story. Oh you, God! You okay. Wanted to get off your chest. Yes, it and does not I, involve ball one, waxing. Thank instead God. Instead of going diving deeply into this horse ebooks thing, which I think is fascinating personally. Well, well maybe. And well, I have a long answer for you, but, but I would rather get into what. You're okay, about to get so into. so here's the thing. Me and my wife, we went to Seattle. Uh, we found a couple days where we had uh, you know a couple days we could go out of town. She's on break from school. It was a couple of days where I didn't have to, you know, check in on Metafilters so I could just like, you know, do whatever and not feel like I had to look at my phone every five minutes. And uh, so we went to Seattle because, hey, Seattle, it's, you know, it's a three hour drive from Portland. And then we got an Airbnb and we stayed in someone's apartment uh, in East Lake, which is a place. There's a lake. And then there's like West Lake and East Lake and North Lake and South Lake because they're those directions from that lake, it turns out. I don't know much about Seattle because I'm from Portland and fuck <laughs> Seattle. But uh, but we went up and stayed in this Airbnb. We had a nice time. We ate at a few restaurants. They were very tasty. We went to the Experience Music Project, which is kind of lame. You know that what, – what was I doing when I was making the jack-off symbol talking about – You were putting your Keds on. Yes. Yeah, so so Keds. basically it was a real checkered Keds experience. Uh <laughs> If you were to go there repeatedly, going once was fine. Actually, it was it was nice. It was like they had some Jimi Hendrix shit and some guitar stuff and some Beatles stuff, and they had exhibits of some portraits some guy took. And we went there partly because they had a horror exhibit and a sci-fi exhibit, so we got to see some props from some horror movies and from some sci-fi stuff. It was kind of cool. It was, it was like, like what? Give me an example, though. Uh, they had like the axe uh, from Friday the Thirteenth, and they had the. Uh, mask of some death angels from uh, Hellboy 2 hmm. and uh, a face hugger from Aliens oh, wow. and uh, various they didn't have any Hellraiser memorabilia and I was a little bit sad because I was hoping I'd see either a cube or like an actual like uh, latex applique for Pinhead but uh, what do you do but it was kind of cool I was like, shooting pretty high for something like that I think yeah I guess but uh, 
But anyway, it, it, it was fun to browse through. It was kind of yeah, neat. No, and they had the original great. captain's chair and a bunch of tribbles from Star Trek. And, <laughs> and so, yeah. And it was kind of funny seeing all the, the, the tribbles. I was like, yeah, but fuck you. We had Trek in the Park here. I've seen more tribbles than that, you know? So, you know. Yeah, you have an animated GIF or GIF. Yeah, uh, that yeah. Is, it was overwhelming compared to The canonical to animated GIF or GIF <laughs> of Kirk being swarmed That's by how I pronounce it, by the way, GIF or GIF. Yeah. GIF or GIF. Yeah. Uh, I, I say GIF for the record. Yeah, whatever. And I don't care what don't the care. creator says. He's wrong. Yeah. Yeah. And that's how um, I feel about uh, Mephi, too. Yeah, well, it's 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 nice to be contentious about these things. Oh, God, that's a whole other thing. Dog, dog, doge, the Shibu Inu. <laughs> how is it discussed? That's a, a huge reader poll thing, but let's not get into it. So anyway, we went to Seattle. We We're had a nice Seattle. time. We did we, we, we did various things. Uh, we went up to Space Needle, because why the fuck not? Sure. And, uh, um and had a very nice time. And uh, the Airbnb thing worked out great. It was just literally someone's studio apartment, but it was cheaper than a hotel and nicer than a hotel and you know, made tea with their shitty sink. It was, it was great. Uh, and uh, so we're coming back uh, that next night and driving. And, you know, it's not a super long drive, but it is like three hours. So you can take a break somewhere along the lines there. And so we took a break about 80 miles north of Portland, pulled off in some town. I don't remember what it was. And uh, it wasn't even a town. It was like, you know, it was, I mean, it was near a town, but like, you know, pull off at an overpass and there's a couple gas stations and a McDonald's and a Burger King and whatever the fuck. And mm-hmm. they're like, well, let's get some food. Let's get some gas. Uh, and the thing is, I'm from Oregon. And the thing that people who aren't from Oregon or New Jersey uh-huh. don't know is that uh, you can't fill your own tank in Oregon or New Jersey, apparently. Uh, the other 48 states, yes, you know, you fill your own tank. Of course you fill your own fucking tank. Um, are there even places where you don't fill your own tank? Can can you pay for full service in other states where they'll actually fill up your tank for you? Or is that just not even a thing? Do you know? I uh, grew up in California and moved to Oregon. And so I've kind of straddled that particular cultural divide. But I have never been to a place in California where they fill your tank. But I suspect they exist yeah well maybe maybe it's just for like fucking rich people or something but in in any case in oregon you cannot fill your own tank like you have to you have to really wrangle and uh, mostly what i've heard is like occasionally someone who drives a motorcycle will like make sure that they can physically hold the nozzle to fill their own tank because like motorcycle tanks are a bit fiddlier and they don't want their fucking bike scratched or whatever sure, sure. but a- a- anyway so in oregon right. no i mean you go to the gas station you give them your fucking card oregon, yeah yeah see, this and is they, the first mistake you make when you cross yeah. the border is you get out and you grab the, the yeah. nozzle it is the, possible to get arrested in oregon comes over and trying like, to fill hey, your own tank fucking yeah idiot with california license plate yeah don't do that yeah yeah uh, no let I, me fill your yeah tank, exactly please, get back in the car so that's that, that's the way it is in oregon as a result uh if you learn to drive in oregon uh, which I did over the last two years because I never drove. I never drove. So we got a car a couple of years ago and I finally learned to, I mean, I'd, I'd, I'd driven a little bit like with a permit over time, but I'd, I never had been a habitual car owner. So like my entire car owning experience is as a someone habitual who's... Habitual car owner. Yes. Right. Yes. So, sure. so, so I learned to drive in the last couple of years. Like I learned to be a car owner in the last right. couple of years. Not only is it like the only thing you've ever known, but it's all relatively fresh in your yeah. mind too. Yeah. And so it's like, I, I, I drive at the gas station and I give them my card and they go put whatever mm-hmm. I told them to put in my tank. So we're driving down from Seattle and I, I get out and I've, I've filled my own tank before. Like I've been out of the state. So it's not like a thing I've never done before, but it's still something I don't do a whole lot, but I get out and I, I, I open the gas tank you know, that's all going well, so I'm feeling pretty good about it. And I'm trying to figure out how to navigate the 
the card thing the the, the, oh, the card okay ma- so this is the story's already w- not where i thought it was going i thought you were going to be sitting in the car for 30 minutes no around no that'd be terrible no no it's much worse Pro- it's to you it's it's both better and worse because that would be really embarrassing but right. uh but no i got out and i did this and and my wife i should clarify she's from washington originally so she's got a ton of experience filling her own tank uh, so she's sitting in the car and I'm like, and, uh, and I pull the nozzle and I'm, I'm trying to figure out cause the, I feel like the instructions on the pin pad on this, this, uh, gas giant, um, are not actually corresponding super well to the actual layout of it. And so I'm a little bit distracted by this. I'm like, you're telling me to do things that actually I don't have to do with this thing. Like, it's like, you know, press a button but there's no button and then it automatically a second later blips to okay now fill and it's like but i didn't press the button that wasn't there and i'm confused so i take the nozzle and i put it in uh and it doesn't go in and i I can't get it to go into my gas i'm like what the fuck is wrong with this nozzle it won't physically go into the hole in the gas tank and i'm like this is a terrible nozzle who fucking built this nozzle and i figure out well but if i kind of hold it flush to it that'll work okay and i can deal i cannot worry about this horrible nozzle and so i i hit go and i i I fill up the tank you know 14 gallons or so so pause for one second flush to it means the tip of the nozzle is right at the the hole in the gas tank thing like normally it would go right in there and go in like two or three inches right but it it wouldn't go in because this this shitty fucking nozzle who built this nozzle sure and so i hold it up flush against that and run it and i'm watching to make sure it doesn't like overflow and i'm feeling really clever because i'm like okay well it's not going to get the natural sort of cutoff thing that you would normally get when it's down in there because mm-hmm. like you run in the gas tank and it just kicks itself off mm-hmm. probably because the water you know well water the liquid level rises to some little shut off inside the nozzle i'm like well but that's not going to happen because this shitty fucking nozzle won't fit in and so I'm listening and I'm waiting for the acoustics to change where it goes from the low sort of rumble to getting higher and Mm-hmm. And right when it's getting high, yeah, like, like okay, it's accelerating. Like filling a glass from the sink. Yeah. So yeah. so so I I and I let go, and I'm like, fucking a, I nailed it. I can see a tiny little bit of uh, gas up there. It's like it's right at the right spot. Fucking a, I'm great. I put it back. Uh, we're hungry, so we 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 pay. You know, oh, I've already paid. I hit yes, no receipt, thanks, and we drive under the underpass under the I five over to the McDonald's nearby and get some fucking McDonald's and eat and come back out and start the car. It's it's running rough. It's running like like two thirds of the normal RPMs and it actually cuts out again. And I start it up again. It kind of smells and, and it's running really, it's running really rough. I have to give it gas just to keep it from like cutting out. Like Mm. what is going on? Sputtering. Yeah, yeah, kind of sputtering. And it's because I put fucking diesel in the tank, which is why the <laughs> nozzle didn't fit. I had to grab the green fucking nozzle, the one that's, that's green because it's diesel. I had to put it up to my tank where it doesn't fit because it's diesel. And then I had to be like, well, that's weird. I'd better fill it up anyway. And it's like, there are so many things I had to do wrong mm. to fill my fucking tank. And I filled it with diesel. And I go and... and and so we're sitting at the McDonald's parking lot. We're like, oh, fuck. This must be what happened. Shit. 
let's go over there and I guess figure out for sure. And so we have to cross the highway at night and it's a fucking highway on around a fop rat. And, and it's like, this is a stupid fucking dangerous thing to do and we're not wearing reflective vests and whatever the shit. But we get over the shell station and we go in and well, we look at the tank and like, yes, this is the nozzle grabbed. This is the green fucking diesel nozzle. But... <laughs> Your car was still at McDonald's when you actually put together that yes. you had put diesel in your car? I think we'd driven over to like McDonald's successfully on just the gas that was in the sure. fuel line. Sure. So you didn't actually have to go back to the gas station to figure out what had gone wrong. You were able to piece it together <sighs> yeah. through available evidence. Mostly. But we kind of wanted to go just like make super fucking sure no, that course, I'd done the stupid thing I'd done. But it's pretty impressive that you were able to well, figure yeah. out what had happened. Well, and we're sitting there opinion. Googling. And we actually went into McDonald's to Google better because the reception in the, mar- in the parking lot was terrible because we're in the fucking sticks. Um, right. So we, we go across the fucking underpass to the Shell station where I actually did the fill up. And I'm like, hey, I think I did this. And the girl's like, oh, my God. You know, and I don't know if she was 18 or 25, like somewhere in there. Mm-hmm. And she's like, oh, shit, you did that? I was like, yep. And I'm trying to be of good humor about it. And she's like, oh, wow. And I'm like, uh, but uh, what what can I do? Is there someone call? And she's like, well, I think all I've ever heard is like, you know, you got to drain the tank. Right. And I'm like, okay, well, I don't know how to drain my tank. She's like, well, you know, you can siphon it out. I was like, oh, yeah, you can, you, like, siphon it out in some gas tanks? I was like, uh, yeah, well, yeah, I can sell you some gas tanks. I was like, but I can't sell you a hose. I don't have a hose, so you can't siphon it. And I'm like, well, so once again, is there someone I can call? She's like, oh, I don't know. I've just seen mm-hmm. people drain the tank. I was like, fuck. Mm-hmm. How can you not? I was like, you get this. So we walk back across the fucking underpass and go to the other shell station on the other side of the highway and go in and ask lady and tell her the same thing. And, and this lady's a little bit older and she's like, well, I'll tell you what. Yeah, you got to drain that tank. Um, but she's more wise. I don't have a size siphon hose either, but uh, my boyfriend's a mechanic. Uh, mm. I can call him. Or you, know, you can call the other guy. He calls and he charges 150 bucks to come out. Uh, so I can call my boyfriend and we're like, call your boyfriend. And she calls her boyfriend and, and doesn't get an answer and calls her boyfriend, doesn't get an answer. And she's telling us, uh, it's, ah, fuck. I don't know what's going on. Maybe my daughter's using the phone and calls her boyfriend a third time and answers. Uh, and he comes down and, and he comes down 10 minutes later. He's there. And we're like, this is what we did. It's like, Oh shit. You did that. It's like, yeah. And he's like, okay, well, and he gets, he's got a siphon hose and he's got some tanks and he tries to siphon it out and it's going real slow, but eventually he gets it out. Uh, you know, so we spent a couple hours basically and it's fucking cold. It's not as cold as it was as the coldest it's been this winter, but it was like, you know, it was, it was sub freezing and we're standing around and he's got his like, you know, his girlfriend's daughter sitting in his truck, like bored 13 year old texting and, and he's making conversation. We're making conversation. And this guy Why named Randy. Why cars and, have anti-siphoning measures? Well, he was worried about that. He was like, uh, so what's the car? And I was like, well, since you know, it's a recent Mazda Hasback. She's like, oh, it might. Uh, well, we can try. Right. But he, it apparently either it doesn't or he got past it because he did manage to successfully pull out. But this is a weird fucking thing. Like he would he would start siphoning it and it be going and he's holding the hose right down to the ground and then he'd try and lift it up and put it in a gas can and that would be enough to like kill the siphon. Hmm. So eventually we would push the fucking car across the parking lot uh, to a place where it was less well lit and less right on the route. And so he could just siphon it into the fucking ground because diesel mm-hmm. apparently doesn't burn so much. 
like he told a story while he was keeping us company while he was doing this fucking thing about how like he had this kid who was working at a uh, 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 fix-it shop he's working at according to the guy siphoning diesel out of my car onto the ground diesel's great for plants well, well it's not great for plants and like he was like i hope no one notices because like if a cop comes over uh, <laughs> but it's not like it's not like pouring gas like it's not it's not going to burst into flames is a thing because it doesn't it is off literally gas. pouring gas I mean, well it's pouring diesel it's, you know, i'm right. just saying i'm just saying right. i'm trusting randy because randy fucking saved my ass <laughs> okay, okay. The thing is, well, he, he told this story. He told this story about how there's this new kid, this green kid working at this, like, mechanic shop he's working at. And he, he drained some diesel off, and the kid's standing around, and he's smoking. And he takes a cigarette, and he just chucks it at the diesel. Mm-hmm. And the kid just, like, bolts and, like, never comes back to work <laughs> because he thought this guy was fucking crazy and was trying to kill him. But it's diesel, so you throw a cigarette, and apparently the cigarette just kind of goes out. Goes out. Or Randy's full of shit and you'll die if you try this. But uh, you yeah, can put a yeah. cigarette out in uh, other gasoline too, as long as you don't like ignite the fumes. That's well, yeah, that's the thing. I think the right. thing is diesel doesn't off gas, which is why it's bad to put diesel in your gas car because it just won't ignite uh, the way it's supposed to. It's not as bad as putting gas in your diesel car, which apparently will destroy your engine. Hmm. Uh, our worst case scenario was the car wouldn't would maybe not start and we'd be out five hundred bucks to fix all the fuel line shit. Uh, but that's like the worst case scenario. And we got the best case scenario where he pumped out all the fuel. We put in some gas. We cranked it for about a minute. And then everything has been great since, uh, which is a really nice outcome. But Jesus Christ, that's the stupidest fucking thing <laughs> I have done in a while. And it it just really, it took so much effort. I had to make like several decisions in a row that were like, things that i should have stopped and said maybe this isn't what's supposed to happen and i all i actually literally reached out to the car window to knock on the window to be like hey angela what's going on with this fucking nozzle on this gas tank this is bullshit Mm. but i was like no i can i can deal with this i can i'll solve it i felt really smart (laughs) until i felt incredibly stupid so that's the diesel story that's uh don't do that that's a bad fucking idea don't do that you know, it's good to be that you didn't manage to like blow up your car or anything crazy from that. Yeah, no, it's because a, you were just knocking on Angela's window, and <laughs> you weren't you, knocking on you heaven's son door. Son of a bitch! You son of a bitch! You just like you know the thing is, if you have to do this, do whatever it is with the killer fucking riff. Uh, what, what what is it with that? Boo do you know, well, I didn't get to play in this very well because I have I have to do this with some subterfuge. Yeah, well, I'm I'm really I'm seriously smacking it out of your hand. I, oh Jesus! Oh God, it keeps stopping. All right, well, it's on my forward, side. It understands. It understands. All right, against me. Yeah. I liked that story. I'm glad that it didn't turn out to. F- fact that you couldn't fit the nozzle into the hole and then smelled gas in your car didn't mean that you were like pouring gas into your back seat yeah, or something no, I, crazy so and yeah um, no i uh oh no it started oh jesus in my christ <laughs> turn that shit off oh my god i will fucking i don't know i'm 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 starting Look, a threat I that I get, my hands you see my just, hands just, <laughs> It's going to be really sad when this podcast finally breaks big and then we get sued by fucking EMI or whatever the fuck. Well, you'll have killed me long before that. Oh, probably. See, it just How hard is this to turn this... Sh- oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs>
Well, see you next week. <laughs> you got anything else? You got any? Uh, I think that's a good note to end. You on. were pre- we were going to record. I want to say we were going to record on New Year's Day. Yeah, and then we didn't. Right. Uh, because I asked you if you were dead, and you said yes. Yeah, I was literally dead. Yeah. yeah. Did you have a pretty good you, New Year's? We actually. Well, I mean, we both kind of anticipated being a little under the weather. <laughs> God damn it! Turned I'm not doing it. anything. <laughs> I. We're in my basement. There are like three hammers right over there. Look, I'll I can put the phone down. Just I'm not touching God damn it. I was anticipating having a nice hungover <laughs> podcast on New Year's is what I was saying. I figured we'd be like we would you be You were watching my hands. It turned itself back oh, no, on. Oh no, I it did. It's it, this is the fucking Stephen King episode <laughs> of Twilight Zone or some shit. This is what? How, uh, how did I come up with uh, Oh god. Yes. Oh, yeah. This is my favorite podcast of all time. <laughs> uh, all right, see you next week. Go to SugarbushSquirrel.com. Yes, SugarbushSquirrel.com and go rate us and, and rate leave us a review or something. Or, no, don't I don't do know. It. At least SugarbushSquirrel.com. Yeah, and and that, check out though. Google Horse eBooks and find out what that's all about. Because that's... Uh, no, Josh explained it already. Yeah. It's fine. And listen to our Canadian uh, sister podcast, which will tell you to check out uh, horsey books and find out what that's all about. Uh, all a boot. All a boat. It's more a boat. Is it's it? It's a boat. Yeah. Right. A boot is just like I don't know. Maybe it's maybe it's a Quebecois variation, but I I think a boat is is more along the lines of what they actually say. Yeah. Yeah. What's this horse ebooks all about? I don't know. You're gonna, you have to end the podcast before the song starts on its own again. <laughs> <laughs> see 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 y'all in a bit. Uh, thanks for listening. Mm-hmm.